Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Testing, one, two, testing. I think we're good. Is it nice to be back with your um, computer? Yes, I recorded on iPad last week. and uh, It's very stressful. Kept, like stuff in and then what I realised in the iPad is that if you leave the app, it automatically stops working. Mm. Not all apps, but just GarageBand in particular. Mm. You can't split the screen and look at something on the internet as well as that. Oh, I love which, it when you come close to the mic. Which you'd think, you know, for a sophisticated piece of equipment like the ipad pro it's an absolute like rubbish thing that could happen you know it's like it's supposed to be a professional piece of equipment i sometimes feel like they do that they make it so that there are still things that go wrong Mm. so when they do a new or bring out a new ipad and they go we've done this Mm. thing you're like yes i've been waiting for you to do that thing for three years yeah do you know the other thing that's ridiculous i think we've talked about this before is that you Mm. can't go live on instagram on an iPad. You used to be able to. All my lives were on the iPad. And for whatever reason... It's either, not us either. I've checked with everybody. They yep, can't they go can't live on their iPads. I managed to reverse it at some point and then what? it flipped back. I don't know. I did something where, you know, I rebooted it, deleted the app, reinstalled the app, <gasps> logged in from another account and it came back <gasps> and then it disappeared uh, again. But Apple and Instagram, like, can Elon Musk not buy Instagram now, please, and fix that? Yeah, but look what you did to Twitter. That wasn't good. It's not fixed yet. No, it's not. So we can't have Twitter not working Mm. and Instagram. Hold your horses. I need him to prove Mm -hmm. that he can do something good with Twitter before he's allowed anywhere near Instagram. Instagram. The interesting thing, there's something in China, I think, called WeChat. Yes. Which is an app that integrates social media and messaging and all of that kind of stuff. Wow. And we don't have WeChat here. Oh, but he wants to turn Twitter into WeChat? He wanted to create a WeChat because obviously he uses that when he's over there in yeah. the Far East I think and he's saying I don't understand why we don't have that here yeah. and why nobody's doing it and I think he was going to try and create it but then he thought well if I just buy Twitter and turn Twitter into that then yeah. it. But, so I think his plans for Twitter is to do something different with it than yeah. it currently exists well good luck with that because oh, the know. people that use Twitter they, oh, they I, I am yeah. one of those people you yeah. know like I'm don't not. mess with don't yeah. mess with me. I would like to be able to do more with it. Mm. But I think if he's going to do that, he just needs to tell us his plans. Mm-hmm. He I, sort I, of I came in. I think he has in. said that many, many times. I, okay, I want, well, I want it, WeChat. It, I, I haven't heard it. Yeah. Listen, so he needs to, to get out there more. Yeah, but you, mm. you listen to him quite a bit. Think about all the Twitter users who don't like him. They're yeah. not going to go out of their way to listen to him. Mm. That he needs to get that message out there on a much broader mm. scale of what is happening to Twitter. I'll, um, because I'll can you can him. you can you tell him? Yeah. If you met Elon Musk, would you be like freaked out? No. No. Okay. I just wondered, like, what's his sta- what's his status like? I saw him at. Oh, a, I, th- I'd, I mean, I'd, a World Cup football. I'd match like to say and hello the, and all, all the crowd. I think he's like, an interesting oh person. Mm. I think he's. Um, mm. I think he's possibly quite lonely. Yeah, he did um, say, he said in an interview, it's not nearly as much fun as you no. think it is being me. 
No. Um, and that are quite isolating and people can't talk to you about just normal stuff. Mm. You, you kind of want... Mm. You know, I, th- I would say the closest that I've, like, met anybody is Fabrice. <laughs> I'd say oh, he's, yes. like, my, my closest sort of the, thing, thing to, to Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah, yeah, OK, yes, he was and, quite interesting, um, wasn't he? Fabrice... It was just super interesting and fun to talk to. In fact, but I you, would imagine his life is... You can um, go to FabriceGrinder.com, can't you, and have a look at his blog. His blogs are mad, aren't they? They're public, though, right? They're yeah, I think they blog. are, yeah. And he's got yeah. his finger on the pulse of mm. what's coming. I mean, he spends, like, weeks at a time with 30 people trying to figure out the future of the world, like, what's yes. happening. This was an entrepreneur guy that we met who'd made a lot of money in the 90s and is now spending most of his life trying to, as he says, in his own words, trying to make the world a better place through ideas and engineering and science and tech and stuff like that. But he's very interesting, but his blog's very interesting. But you his look blogs on his... are quite complicated mm. and mind-bending. Yeah, he's got a very in, complex brain, yeah. I think, hasn't he? But and even when his Wicked... you look at his year... Sorry, sorry. Darling. Right. Well, I called you darling, I don't think I've ever <laughs> done that. Hello, darling. Yeah. Um, uh, well, that's quite weird. Mm. Anyway, uh, at uh, New Year's uh, Eve or sort of around Christmas time, he went through his year. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, what that man did in a year. Yeah, it's like one of my reels. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> your reels are amazing. <laughs> you do so much in a day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's quite know. fantastic. Yeah. But, the, but you're right, FabriceGrinder.com is a good one. Oh, no, or if you look at his Wikipedia page, it's quite interesting as well, because there's a bit in there about where he, I, think, I don't know if it's true or not, but he basically sold everything he owned, mm. bar, bar a watch oh, or something we, like if that. If we see him again, clothes. we should ask him. That yeah. sounds fascinating. Uh, sold houses and cars he, and everything and basically just, tell us that. just lived with friends and yes, stuff. Yes, and but, he rents. Yeah. Or he rents, he doesn't own anything. Mm. Just thought he'd give it all give it all up. It's quite an interesting thing to do, I guess, if you've got millions I mean, I, of pounds. I've, I, personally speaking, mm. Mm. someone who's always been very worried mm. about where you end up, where I end up, that that would be the bravest thing in the world. Yeah, just for free me yourself to do. of yeah. all of that. Mm. I love the idea of it. Mm. Even you just know, for a year. Well, when you hear people that go away on a boat. Yeah. And they sell everything and yeah. they buy a little boat and off they go. Mm. Wow. Quite amazing. Isn't Brave it? and fun. Um, I don't know how we ended up talking about this. No, <laughs> me we drifted but this slightly. This is why I love there, this yeah. podcast. Um, I was going to add something else when you went, oh, sorry, darling. In... Fabrice Grender. Yeah, no, I know what it was. Mm. I worked with Joanna Lumley this week. Oh. And when you went, darling, She's you amazing. sounded just like Did Joanna I? Lumley, yeah. Maybe it's because I think you want me to oh. be a bit more Joanna Lumley. When I met her, she went, oh, hello, darling. I was like, hi, Joanna. <laughs> and it was very nice. She was like, remembered my say, name instantly and then used it all day. It's very good when people do that. She it? is really beautiful, yeah, isn't she? Gorgeous, like, yeah. I mean, not just sort of visually, but kind of oozes mm. a sort yeah, of something. Yeah, yeah, there's a very s- sexiness about her. Yeah. Sexy, confident, mm. um, still Working like a uh, and maniac, l- loving working. I think and that's what was it, yeah. nice to, to be around her because she's in her mid seventies, I think. And um, when and you know Dan Kennedy, the photographer, was like, "Oh, what are you doing mm. this week?" And she said, "Working, darling, working, 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 always Great. working." You know, I'm just looking it up. And then she just said, "I, I love it. I love working." Yeah, I mm. mean, it's we are so lucky. Mm. Oh, she's seventy six. Seventy six. God, she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, she's um, wow. she's good, and she was really good fun. It was a shoot for Good Housekeeping magazine, which you'll see probably in the next month or two. It was a front cover and some pics. But I worked with Dan Kennedy, and it was his fifty first birthday, 
Dan Kennedy's a great photographer, by the way. You can Google him. He's also definitely um, worth a Google. His work, Dan mm, Kennedy, in fact, on Insta is really good mm, as well. It was his 51st birthday dance. On sure. that day? Yeah, on that day. So, so uh, it's an odd number. I don't like odd numbers, yeah. apart from 55, which I am now. Um, okie cool. I'm going to talk Where about something straight away. Should we start? Me, Go on. I'm starting. Me, 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 we, me. We talk about you. Um, doof. Mm-hmm. So I've just showed this website to you. I don't know how I came across it. Mm-hmm. I think because I, I don't know where, I, I've got, there's two me's. There's none me. Think of all the clothes that I wear on Long Lost Family. Mm-hmm. I have two wardrobes. I have that wardrobe mm-hmm. where I look quite sensible. I do love a blazer and a polo neck jumper mm-hmm. and a pair of jeans. Sensible, sensible, sensible which I'm wearing today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love latex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love fun outfits, that all the kind of stuff that I used to wear yeah. in the 80s and 90s when yes. I went clubbing. Yeah. So, like, outrageous outfits. So, obviously, there's not many places that I, as me, can go out in my fun outfits. So yes. I basically have a dress-up box at home, yeah. which you and any friends of mine, sometimes when we have a dinner party... Like everybody gets to go and dress up afterwards. Yes, yeah. Like we all just go and get changed yeah, out. Yeah, and, and have a laugh. Mm-hmm. So doofstore.co.uk is a, a website that oh, I came across. That's really good. This person brings together loads of different like fun mm-hmm. young people's clothing mm-hmm. and puts them all under one roof. I've ordered something from there yeah. and I had a bit of a problem because they've said that some of their suppliers have got problems with their supply chain or mm-hmm. whatever. And so it's been difficult getting my clothes. Okay. And they've said that they've just sent me an email which reminded me to talk about them today Great. saying that they're trying to sort it out, but don't worry, it's coming. Mm-hmm. So it might take a while to get it. But if you look up, there's a birthday sale on at the moment. But this stuff is such a laugh. Like if you're going to a party place this summer, I mean, this is Ibiza yeah, yeah. in a shop. Oh. It's so much fun. If you've got teenage kids, yeah. if you're going to any fancy dress party, it's inexpensive. It's really, really um, bright, colourful. It, it's even if you can't buy anything, it's totally worth just going to the website. I mean, there's so much stuff on here that I don't need, but I just want like this: a woman's vintage rave pink tulle skirt, which is like basically a belt yeah. with some tulle netting on, but the whole of the front is missing. So mm. your legs, you'd have to wear a body under it. Oh, or there's like pink and neon green mm. women's. Wear. I'll tell you who would look. Absolutely knockout. Very expensive, isn't it? Oh no, it's really cheap. Yeah. Most like, I tell you who'd look knockout yeah. in this stuff. Carol Vorderman. Ah, okay. Check. Imagine the yes. bodacious Carol Vorderman. Yeah. In half <gasps> women's purple three-piece set. It's like a sweatshirt, um, top, like a skirt, shorts. And a sort of jacket over the top. I will never wear that out anywhere. No. But I want to. Sorry, did you say the word skirt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you never heard that before? No, I haven't. It's not. a skirt and a short together. Yeah. <gasps> shirt? No, you can't no, have skirt, can you? you? No, but you have shacket. A shacket? You've heard of a shacket? I don't think I've ever heard of a shacket. A shacket is a shirt jacket. You know, all the boys, like I got um, for yeah. Sunny this Christmas. Yeah. Okay. You've got a shacket and a skirt. It's not in my algorithm. All that but look, thing. I mean, 
Mm. I just want all of it. And um, I, it, their <gasps> swimwear is a lot cheaper than Melissa Oderbash as it well. It is. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, for my Melissa Oderbash. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I got Melissa Oderbash bikini for Christmas, mm. and it is expensive, but mm. my God, they're good. Yeah. Well, um, it's a pleasure. But this stuff is the kind of stuff... Has it got men's stuff in there? Yeah. Oh, I've got to have a look at Doof. Hang on. Doof, uh, new for men. Doofstore.co.uk. Um, I have just... Have a look what I've got. So a lot of it is outlandish but some of it is oh, mm. great quite like these short sleeve shirts yeah. hoodies, i mean these hoodies oh these are quite nice yeah, flight jackets nice. Yeah. bomber jackets short sleeve shirts <gasps> with matching shorts oh shut the front door click on them how small do they go portuguese tile um oh only to medium only to what medium. jesus christ maybe that's just because yeah, hang on a minute, yeah. hang on a They minute. go up to three times extra large, though. Yeah, but they only start at medium. It's not good, is I'll it? I'll get in touch with Doof. Yeah. Doof, we're so, going to get in touch with you. How can Michael get extra small? Yeah, Thank you. On? Anyway, I was really pleased with that because mm-hmm. I'm always battling with myself of what you're allowed to wear and what you're not allowed to wear and mm-hmm. why can't you wear it. And even, you know, even if you prance about in it when you're, you yes. put some disco lights on, you know we're always banging on about a disco light... You know, you can turn any living room into a mm. disco, put some music on, invite some friends around for dinner and have a little dance after yeah. dinner. Everybody go up and get changed into your doof outfit mm. um, and have a bit of a laugh and a rave you like you a, used to in the 80s. A, a doof party. You could have a doof party. Mm. Good idea, isn't it? Yes. Um, I mean, the, the truth is you can wear what you like. You've got to have the confidence to do it. Well, you, you've got to be prepared to pay the price of wearing what you like, which may well be that some people reject you. That's what's that's what people worry about, I think. Is it like what on earth have they got on? We cannot go out with them again. You know what I mean? Mm. You go to work in something they go, Well not in her back. Do you not find that generally speaking, mm. when you see somebody with something so outlandish on you just want to go and talk to them? Well, we think that. But do you think other people are frightened of people like that? Definitely, yes. I think that's the that's the social contract is that you wear something socially acceptable then you're accepted. Mm. But if you wear something outrageous, it means, what the fuck is wrong with them? Mm. They're different to me. Mm. Probably best stay away. But I think also what you do by wearing something alternative mm. is you attract like-minded people, which is ultimately what you want. Mm. So if you are wearing something outrageous, an outrageous person will want to speak to you, and that's probably quite good. I think that's very good. Yeah. Do you know who really got me here mm-hmm. is um, Lou and Luland. Ah, uh, yes, yes. So we've talked about her before, mm. and um, she's actually moved back to the UK, mm. and I must meet her. We we need to collaborate on something. Mm. But she's inspired me and made me laugh, and also um, Where You're Happy, which is um, my friend Karen on Instagram. Okay. And they wear very loud, colourful clothing yes. that says, look at me, because I think in, in your midlife, you do become invisible. More like, invisible, yeah, um, of course, yeah. It's just different. You yeah. people do don't consider you for the same things. You mm-hmm. aren't seen as relevant anymore. And I, I'm not going quietly. Mm-hmm. I will not go quietly. And Doof just literally relit my fire of kind of well, um, yeah. outrageous exhibitionism, and I'm I'm loving it. I've never heard of Doof before, but we've I am going to venture into Doof today Doofland. and have a little look, see if there's yeah. anything that tickles me fancy. Yeah. Yeah. 
On the subject of uh, Instagram and Lululand, I found an Instagram account this week that I really liked. Yeah. I'm going to show you something here. What I noticed uh, last night is that Julia Bradbury... Oh, I love her. Yeah, had um, had taken one of these posts and posted it on her page. Because I'd seen this, and I don't know if I was going to send it to you. No, what I was going to do yeah. is see if I could find whoever had made this and make you one. Basically, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm storing ideas for your birthday now. Yeah, very good idea. Your birthday's not till October, but you're well, a tricky person to buy things for. Doof is page yeah. one. Okay. Because I like to buy you something thoughtful and meaningful and all the rest yes. of it, rather than just any old tag. Yes. Um, and that requires a bit so of thought. Lovely. So I've I've got a I've got a secret list somewhere of birthday oh, ideas for you already. But this amazing. one was on it. So the page is called Vic Muniz. Muniz? Yeah. Vic Muniz. Mm-hmm. So V I K M U N I Z. Watch this though if you've not already seen it. I've seen it. It's unflipping believable. It's so good, isn't it? I think so- I said I sent did I send that in DMMMMMM? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, mm. I found it the other day and I thought I was going to send it to you and then I thought, no, I'm going to buy it for you because they're so realistic, the way it all jiggles about oh. everything, isn't it? Um, so that's the it's latest so post satisfying. there. So I'm not quite sure. It's a visual artist, uh, this chap, I think he's, he is, a student of media, maker of delicious pasta, it says, but he just posts really interesting things. I don't think they're his posts. They're not... But uh, look at that cloud in Turkey. Yeah, it's a vagina. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, and this was a good one. I don't know if you saw this, but it goes on a bit. But it's his phone and watch. And then it basically goes on this amazing journey all the way around his house. Um, and it's just like, These things wow. are so gratifying. Aren't they just? I always think, how who, long is it taking did this? It for it to do this in you, one go? This, so this is somebody who mm. set up something a bit like um, collapsing do- dominoes in a row. It's in the jigsaw. <sighs> There's a jigsaw one. It's very, very funny. And, oh, look at that. This is um, projections on the floor for the cats. Oh, wow. So it's like little fishy sort of spermy type yeah, things yeah. that are but swimming on the floor and the cat's, the cats going would, nuts. Yeah. And it reacts to the cat. So mm. when the cat runs through it, the fish swim away. So it yeah. drives it even more mad. God, there's just some really nice posts yeah, anyway. Very, when very I saw it today, pictures. I thought I must give this a... A little nudge for people because um, there's some great things you've seen that one, I presume. No. Shut the front door. Obviously, it's a trick, you know. Oh. <laughs> it's good. Because uh, I was like, what? Yeah. Sh- 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 oh, my God, that's really uh, funny. Uh, Sorry, uh, this is boring now because no, we're no, just well, looking at... Yeah, because, uh, well, it's encouraging people to go and look at it. But Vic Muniz uh, has got 355,000 um, followers, which is great. Um, I'm sure he puts the originators of where the posts come from, but um, it's very. There's just some really good things. What language do you think that is? You think it's Spanish? Mundo. Yeah, it's Spanish. It's Spanish. So maybe he's he's Spanish. This chap. Uh, Anyway, go and have a little look at that. It's very good. I'd like to talk about something that our friend Joe Killick recommended, and that is a Facebook page, and it's called Spare Tickets UK. Oh yeah. So, Joe was mentioning this to me mm. the other day because she was in a queue for Madonna. Madonna tickets went on sale. Mm-hmm. She clicked seconds yeah. after 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and she was 75,000 mm-hmm. in the queue. <laughs> and I said, you know, the annoying thing is what's going to happen now is that it's going to go mm-hmm. up to um, like 
thousands of pounds on Ticketmaster yes. and, you know, nobody's going to be able to get tickets. She said, have you had about Spare Tickets UK? So what happens is people, you know, we wanted to go to the Kit Kat Club yes. and then we couldn't go one night. Yeah. What we would have done is we would have put our tickets on Spare Tickets UK and then waited to see if somebody posted mm-hmm. some tickets on Spare Tickets UK that we could just buy. They they sell them either cheaper or at face value. Or she even said that the other day somebody posted on there, look, I'm going to go and see Come From Away. Yes. I've got a spare ticket. Why don't you come with me? Mm-hmm. First person to answer comes. Come. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think, oh, my God, it's so nice yeah. bartering. Yeah. Or, you know, selling something at face value is such a kind of alien concept mm-hmm. now. And it's a really nice idea. Like, you can't yeah. go. Just let somebody else go in your place and I, not try and kind of profit from it. I was just desperately trying to think of all the Madonna puns uh, there that were just floating through my head. Like, go on, give me some. Desperately seeking tickets. And I was trying to do something about getting into the groove. And then I was thinking about that she couldn't get any in, made her true blue. And... <laughs> They weren't very good, but that's where my mind had instantly ventured into. This weekend on yeah. The Masked Singer yeah. um, was the very, very, very funny Rita Week. Oh, uh, was where it? Where okay. Rita thought that she was doing puns, mm-hmm. but they didn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. And uh. the, the two of them came out in um, when she was talking to Pigeon. Mm-hmm. She said one, I, couldn't, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. And Jonathan was like, no, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Rita. It doesn't even make sense yeah. like what you've just said. And she went, oh, okay, okay, hold on. And then she went, well, so pigeon me this. And Jonathan was like, no, no. Rita. And we were, me and Mo were just weeping, pigeon me this. I loved it so much. And Rita was like, that's why I'm a singer. Yeah. But there's something in a pun that doesn't pun. Oh, you know, like it's a double joke. But this is Rita. Yeah. Rita is one of the funniest people yeah. I have ever met mm. because... Well, we know a friend of hers who's also equally very funny, oh, which is Linda, you know. She's extremely funny. Mm. So maybe there's something about the yeah. culture. Where, where are they from? Albania. Albania. Yeah. Yeah, very funny. But I do love a good a good pun, but I just couldn't pull one out. No, of really. no. But, but I, mean, I, I appreciate, we mm. appreciate your hard mm. work there. Good. Thanks very much. Um, one of the things we did go to last week was the one-woman show with Liz Kingsman. Uh, Yeah, that you interviewed her on on the Claudia Winkleman show Mm. and then we decided we'd go. So this was a a small show that started off at Edinburgh and then it went to the Soho Theatre and it's now the Ambassadors Theatre and it seems like it might go to Broadway. Um, So I don't know how long it's on for, but if you can get yourself a ticket to that. It's not on for much longer. Much longer, And also what's amazing about it is that it's produced by J.J. Abrams, who Mm. is... I mean, we mentioned this before. He's yeah. got that company, Bad Robot, and yeah. they produce theatre shows as well. Have we done so this podcast quite... since we went to see Liz Kingsman? No, we but talked we've, talked, Liz we've talked about Liz Kingsman when I interviewed her, okay. and I said, if you can get tickets, go. Oh, OK. But okay. we were saying go, but mm. we hadn't seen it. Mm. Now, um, I I was obsessed with it. Yeah. I thought it was one of the cleverest things mm. I have ever seen mm-hmm. and somebody gave away a little secret about it at the beginning so I kind of knew what was happening at the beginning but if I hadn't known what was happening at the beginning mm-hmm. I would have been like what what's mm-hmm. going on for the first sort of two or three minutes it's so good mm-hmm. but you, you weren't weren't as convinced but I absolutely yes. loved it Joel Domit and Hannah came with us yes yeah and they loved it I really enjoyed it I, I think it was just what was interesting about it is that um, it was obviously a kind of parody or a take on a one-woman show and how, you know, she was 
kind of taking the piss out of a one-woman show while doing a one-woman show, and she she understood the contradiction that she yeah, was part of. Yeah, and then she would she would talk about that, yes. wouldn't she? So she I, kind of I really enjoyed that idea. Very I love clever. The, the comedy that's within. The, a contradiction. Mm. Stuart Lee plays that a lot as well as mm. a, few, a few others. What was interesting is the following night we went to a one-woman show. Oh, uh, can we talk about that as well? Yeah, yeah of course. That's what I was, was going to talk brilliant. about. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Sarah Barron. She? Yeah. Had I seen Sarah's show first and then seen Lizzie Kingsman, I think it would have made a lot more sense to me. The interesting thing about Lizzie Kingsman is, is that it's a play on a lot of these one-woman shows mm. that have come around since the bag, and then lots of kind of women's literature as well that's hugely popular and mm. forever, really. But And I, I haven't seen a lot of that or felt a lot of that. And Fleabag was two or three years ago, so I've slightly forgotten a lot of Fleabag. But also, I loved Fleabag. I didn't want to take the piss out of it. Or Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's a like gentle it. ribbing. It's not yeah, like yeah. Um, she's not ripping it apart at all. It's like no, a no, gentle... And then but at the end, she kind of talks. Mm. Yes. Mm, yeah. And in the end, she talks about um, how brilliant mm. it is uh, as well. But I. Had I seen Sarah's show first, I mm. think the Lizzie thing would have made. It would have made a greater impact on me. Anyway, I wasn't surprised that majority of the audience were women. Oh, God. I mean, there must have been five blokes yeah. in there all together. It so. was like going to a menopause talk. Yeah. It, it, mm. I thought that was really interesting. Mm. Where Sarah's show, there was a really good split. Really good actually. split, yeah. So Sarah Barron's a comedian, um, stand-up comedian, New York uh, girl who's been over here probably about 10 years or so. She's been a client of mine for a long time and I'm good friends with her and her husband. But I had never seen her do a one-hour set before. Oh, hadn't no, you? No, no, I'd seen her do maybe 20 minutes or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. I knew she was good. I've seen her on TV a lot. She's on Would I Lie To in a lot of panel shows and stuff. But yeah, I thought she was great. I was... Um, she completely exceeded my expectations. Yeah, she was, she was really, very, very really funny. Um, it's so impressive mm. watching somebody you know mm. do something like mm. that. Anyway, after watching those two things, I came home the other night. I had Friday night on my own. Where were you Friday night? QVC. Yeah. And I watched Fleabag. Um, oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, I just thought, I'll put an episode of Fleabag Did on. you watch the first episode of the first series? Because she no. did an exact yes. pastiche of that. I didn't. I, I preferred series two of Fleabag. I thought it found its feet brilliantly. Me too. So I watched episode three, season two, which mm. is the one where her sister has to give an award out at her company works thing. <sighs> and Fleabag is doing the canapes. <sighs> but she breaks <sighs> the award and has to go and find yes. one, which she steals from her stepmom. Oh, Jesus. It's... I just laughed non-stop all the way through it. And it's the one with Kirsten Scott-Thomas. Yes. Kirsten Scott-Thomas. Well, she's really sexy. Yes, I know. But Fuck there's just me. these little things where Fleabag sees this older woman who's yeah. quite sexy and confident and looks at her, but then, you know, does the thing where she looks at the camera as if to go, hmm. Like, yeah, and she's not a lesbian or anything, but no. all of a sudden she's like, oh, I've had a tingle, you know, like, hmm. And, oh, God, and the joke's in it. But I don't know if you remember, there's a guy in it called Claire who's clearly having an affair with her sister, who's also called Claire. And she says, what's his name? And she goes, shut up. And she goes, no, 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 go on, what is his name? And she goes, Claire. And she goes, Claire, Claire and Claire. And then, it's the blonde guy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's the blonde guy with all the teeth guy. and everything. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. there's another line in it where she goes, let's, let's go fucking crazy tonight. And he goes, I beg your pardon? And she goes, let's fuck like crazy tonight. And he goes... I beg your pardon. Fleabag's like, what? I mean, it's just like, they're all so nervous and all the words are coming out. I mean, it's so good, that show. It's so good. It's almost faultless. I'd forgotten. And this must and be the third time I've seen it. And it is something that you it. can watch again and it's, again it's, and again. It's the third time I've seen it. And 
And once you've seen it once all the way through, you can just cherry pick any episode and that you can take them out of context. They're all hysterical because you know the context because you've seen it before. It's the joys of a brilliantly written sitcom Mm. is that you can just dip in and out of it. There's jokes everywhere. Do you think uh, she'd ever come back and do sort of Fleabag 2.0 with kids? (gasps) I doubt it. I'd give anything to see Mm. Fleabag with teenagers. I think... Ricky Gervais and Faulty Towers and things like that set the standard of two series and you're out. Mm. And it goes down in history as one of the mm. greatest things ever. But if you go back and remilk it, mm. there's so few that can do it. Only Fools and Horses did it, but I don't... I was just going to say, Fools and Horses did it. Yeah, it did it 69 <laughs> episodes yeah, or something. amazing. If you're stuck for something to watch, just put on a couple of episodes of Fleabag. It's just so good, but... Thanks to Lizzie Kingsman, really, for reigniting yes. my love of that whole Liz, genre. Liz, Liz Kingsman is... A talent. Liz. Liz. I call her Lizzie. That's all right. That's I'm all right. Sure, you know, it's very right, familiar. Okay. Yes, okay. All right, Lizzie. All right, Liz. Uh, but Liz um, Kingsman is a talent to watch. Um, she's and, definitely um, someone to follow. Get get her on Instagram. Make sure that you follow her everywhere because mm. she's she's big. And, and Sarah Barron, if you yeah. ever see her on anywhere, yes, she tours a lot. Absolutely, go see her. She is brilliant. Uh, I'm sure she's got a website, and she has also got lots of stuff on YouTube. She did live at the Apollo and all of that yeah. stuff. So go and have a little look at that. And there's something about a New Yorker in the UK. I love it. Mm. I love the accent. Yeah. Uh, yes, I know. She's, yeah, yeah. And such attitude as well. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I quickly want to mention something that Jeff, her other half, talked to us about. Oh, yeah. And that is about the Tiny Desk <gasps> concerts. So on YouTube, if you mm-hmm. look up um, on YouTube, Tiny Desk Concerts, they have, it's a bit like MTV Unplugged type thing, but the setting of it is so nice. It's usually in some kind of, it looks like a little, bookstore little or kind of shop or, or a library. Like, yeah. it's, it's some minute space. And the kind of contradiction is that you've got this mega star in yeah. a tiny space and it's looking very lo-fi. It's not like a huge studio with cool lights or anything. What What have you just found? Ben Howard. Oh, I bet. Well, he'd be amazing. Let's yeah. listen. I'm going to... Okay, let's, uh, let's have a quick listen. So the channel is NPR Music, um, and it's got 7.53 million followers or subscribers. Um, this is... Uh, oh, this is Ben Howard. I mean, this is what he sounds like anyway. I think he's actually at his desk at home. Yeah, it is his home. So it probably was. Came in through the wall, looking like a being. Oh, I Oof. love him so much. I'm going to save that for the train. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but Harry Styles has done one. Yeah. Billie Eilish has done one. Coldplay mm. have done one. There's something for everyone on there, but it's acoustic. It's often you see them at their kind of most relaxed, I think. Mm. Um, but they sound amazing. So Jeff Lloyd, thank you very, very much yeah. for that recommendation because it really is, you know, just deep dive into that and you'll absolutely love it. And like you said, you could download ones. You can... Um, yeah. Watch them on a journey or listen to them. Download it. Okay. It <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Um, we've had a bit of a mare. Um, so we've recorded on Monday. And then when we finished the podcast, I'd look at the recording and it had stopped halfway through the recording. Um, and you which... know what we're like? We recommend things willy nilly. Yeah. We've... Non-stop. And even things that we haven't written down. Mm. And so we've got no idea what we spoke about. No. We've slightly gone through the first half. Mm-hmm. We roughly know what we've covered. But what day is it sorry, today? It's Tuesday. Oh, so we recorded yesterday, yesterday. morning. Yeah. So it's like about a week I ago, know. didn't it? So the, the next 20 minutes we've already done but lost. But we can't, because we don't structure this thing, we don't know what we talked about even. So we're just going to suck it and see. Yeah. And we're going to try and remember some of the yeah. things. I remember two of the things that we talked about. The thing we were just talking about was yeah. the Tiny Desk. Yeah. The Tiny Desk concert. So I've listened to a couple of them. I listened to Ben Howard one. And Oh, that's uh, nice. What yes. while you were working today? Uh, no, when, when, when I caught the Come, train into London after, oh, after we made this recording. Oh, great. So it's good. He does four songs all on his own with a little drum machine, though. Um, but it's really great to be able to see the artist do that. I mean, I have a massive problem with playing the instrument and singing at the same time. Oh, yeah. I can do it. They make it look so easy. God, it just falls out of him. Mm. The hands are doing all these technical things and then the voice is doing all this amazing stuff and it, he manages to elongate the notes and everything. You know, it's, for me, I'm like, dun, happy birthday to you. Can I just say? Yeah. You are the man that does the happy... But we've got a WhatsApp group with some yeah. friends and Michael sings happy birthday to each of them on the piano. When it's their birthday. When it's their birthday. And it was our friend Peter's birthday yesterday mm-hmm. and he surpassed himself yeah. with his happy birthday I, yesterday. I he, well, you started with a Beatles song. I mean, it, it was an a, a cappella kind of medley of, yeah. of extreme proportions. I was like, I did good. you've upped your game mm. and now people expect more. And yeah, that's good. I mean, the pressure's on me, but that's what makes me, you know, force myself to be better at something, you know. So okay. I, I, do, I do it to myself. You do, Can yeah. I just say, what, what I would like at some point is for somebody to do that for me, though, on my birthday. That, okay. Potentially. Note, note yeah. made. Note, note made. made. Potentially that's why I'm doing it, because I think one day someone will perform a little ditty for me. Okay. Um, I'm calling Chris... Martin now yes. <laughs> and we had a friend of ours Ben Howard who, who Chris Martin wrote an actual song for remember the, when, he, when he came round Seb and Heidi came oh, round yeah. for dinner and Seb had said oh Chris actually wrote wrote me a song yes <laughs> Seb used to work for Gwyneth Paltrow I think didn't he yes and they were round at their house for dinner and something had happened and Chris said oh I'll, I'll write you a song and he did. Like in seconds <laughs> yeah, as well, seconds. wasn't it? He, was like, he literally composed oh, one of the greatest songs ever known. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd love that, you know. Well, so, point, you know, I've written it down. I'm trying to do that for other people, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to fulfil that role as the Chris Martin. So the, the only thing, I think the other thing we were going to mention is The Smile did a Tiny Desk concert. And The Smile is Radiohead's alternative oh, I didn't band. know that The Smile did it. Yeah, they've done so I've learned something concert. since yesterday morning yeah. when we recorded the first time. 
In fact, the fact that we're recording it again means that our listeners are getting a better, yes, improved more refined. pod this Friday. And can I just say, mm-hmm. it will be the first pod of our fourth year it today, of recording today, this pod. Ladies and gents. Because on Tuesday today, mm-hmm. it's our third birthday. It's the third anniversary of the Do first episode that ever came out. what I talked about in the first ep? Um, tubing mascara. Yep, and... Can't remember. Bamboo socks. Bamboo socks. Doosh. What did I talk about? Mm, do you know it was probably something eclectic? Yeah. Music. Yeah. Um, Can't remember. Um, maybe go back and have a look. Or, ladies and gents, what you could do is go back and go listen back to and our and first ever episode. episode. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, tonight, ladies and gents, we're going to the Fablemans, which is um, a kind of pre-screening. Because it doesn't actually come out until the 27th, and it's only the 24th today, so the 23rd today. 24th mm-hmm. today. We haven't been gifted tickets or anything, by the way. They, they do this at cinemas. I don't know why they do this. We were talking about the Prince Charles Cinema. The Prince Charles Cinema. I'm going to go back to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a quick look on the internet and found a cinema that had a, a preview for The Fablemans, uh, and that's where we're going next. It is currently 7.30. The film's we'll on at 8.30. So we'll let you know. I'll let you know. This is the new Steven Spielberg film, so go and have a look at the trailer for it. So um, Spielberg has essentially made a, a movie of his own life. It's a biopic. Is it a biopic or a biopic? Oh, I don't know. No, I, I call it a either. biopic. Do you? Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, biopic um, sounds like a medical procedure, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm going yes, in for I've a biopic. To, yeah, I've got to have a biopic. Mm-hmm. Biopic. Would be painful? Yes, oh, yeah. definitely. Um, and... Uh, one of the things I know about Spielberg, which some of you might or might not know, is that all of his films, or, or the vast majority of his films, are usually contain a, a young person whose parents are divorced, because his parents divorced, I believe, when he was quite young. So the stories he's written and the, 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 the movies he's directed have always done that. Indiana Jones's parents, I don't know if you remember, but they'd yes, split up. Yes, I do, yeah. Uh, E.T. Yeah. Uh, Did he make Kramer versus Kramer? No, he didn't. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, oh, I that think. Fuck that the up. Fourth Kind. Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. No, third. It was the third. Isn't it? I don't know. I've just all of a sudden third, fourth. Third. The third kind. I wonder what happened to the fourth kind. But anyway, he did this with all these movies, but um, it, it, there's, a, there's a kind of interesting story behind that because although his parents did divorce, they actually got back together again and re- yes. remarried. Yes. Um, but it was never for the reason he thought they'd, they'd broken up. So all of, his, all of his movies have got this thing in it that was a kind of thing he didn't he didn't have correct. Mm. Um, so anyway, I'm really looking forward to this story. Spielberg has probably had one of the most interesting and fascinating lives yes, I agree, of yeah. any human being on the planet. I remember him getting divorced as being yes. an enormous yeah. thing. Didn't he fall in love with one of the stars from... Did he? Um, Schindler's List? No, no, no. Like from um, oh, fucking oh. Han Solo... Um, those movies. Oh, Indiana Jones. Thank you. Oh, really? Um, Please help me. It's so annoying. Is this your brain fog? Yes. uh, Should we up your dose? Yes. Yeah? Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) He's married to Kate Capshaw. And who is she, an actress? She was in... Indiana. Indiana. Was she? Oh, my God, she's in the second one. Temple of Doom. Yeah, which is... You know, I love it when I know awesome. something yeah. that you don't. But it's always about a girly mm. something. So, oh, sorry, everybody's going to be up mm. in arms about that. But, you know, like when I was younger, I was fascinated yeah. that he'd left this wife, Ali, Amy Irving, 
who was also an actress. Do you remember her? Mm. She was in what was the most he was famous? Married to her. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. I love all this for quite stuff a long time. On her thing, it's eighty-five to oh, not that long, eighty-nine. Um, mm-hmm. But she was uh, a very famous, rather beautiful, and kind of eclectic actress back in the day. But then um, he obviously fell in love with Kate Capshaw on a set, I would imagine. Yeah. And married her two years after he split up from Amy. There was a really funny thing that I saw on Instagram the other day, which was a little Harrison Ford snippet, which feeds into this quite nicely. But mm. there's an, Harrison Ford's been interviewed, and um, he, he says these. He says this basically comes Tell out me. of his mouth. He says, "After my first movie, I went into the head office of a new talent office, and the talent agent goes, uh, I saw the clips, and I think you should look for another occupation.' Um, and he said, uh, the first movie uh, Tony Curtis did, he delivered a bag of groceries." I took one look at that that guy and said, wow, that's a movie star. And Harrison Ford said, I thought you were supposed to say, that guy's a grocery delivery boy. <laughs> and he said, he threw me out of the office. <laughs> I just thought that was absolutely brilliant. You know, it's like, yeah, he's supposed to be delivering groceries and a good actor would convince you of that. <laughs> I love Harrison Ford. Any interview you ever seen him, he's so doer. He's so doer, isn't he? But I think there is a brilliant interview that Alison Hammond did with him. Yes, with him and Ryan Gosling. He melted. Yeah. And he really starts to giggle. Yeah. And it was the best thing that I've ever seen him in because you think, oh my God, she's actually done it. She's Mm. got to him. So Models One, mm-hmm. I worked at Models One on the men's desk and we had loads of male models who were really popular, really big. They were known all over the world. They did advertising and editorial, but really at the time there mm-hmm. was just one male supermodel and he was called John Pearson. And I followed his career. I've stayed in touch with him. We're mm-hmm. in touch on Instagram. Anyway, he has started this um, magazine, basically. It's like an online magazine called Mr. Feelgood. And it's... Um, basically for men, targeted for men, it's a lifestyle and life itself. Um, Not only what we wear, watch and buy, but also what we feel, think and do. And it's set up with um, another guy called Pete Sampson. And you've got amazing people. When you look at his grid, or it's called on Instagram, Mr. Feelgood HQ. When you look at the grid... Um, you've just got some fantastically interesting looking people. Mm. You might not know who any of them are, but you kind of want to know. I love the section on this website, which is who the fuck is. So it's called... Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? The 20 questions that get to the heart of who we are. Mm -hmm. But when you go to the website, which is mrfeelgood.com, you've got health and happiness, culture and community, style and substance... Who the fuck are you, Mr. Feelgood TV? And the Mr. Feelgood TV is really, really good too. Mm. Um, John interviews loads of different people. And on um, mrfeelgood.com, you've got all of the social media handles and everything that mm-hmm. um, where, where you can find them online. So I would go and follow them um, or tell any uh, male mates of yours. It's just a really interesting, quite thought-provoking Really stylish, Mm -hmm. lots of really cool different types of style Mm. style on there and different types of people. There is something that I think everybody would identify with Mm. and you'll learn something. I'm really enjoying travelling home on the train in the evenings and picking up an evening standard. I haven't really done this for a long time. I used to love reading Victor Lewis Mm. Smith in the standard on the way home. You had to buy it back then, you know, it was 35p Mm. or whatever and then they made it free and 
you know, it's obviously the quality of it's deteriorated quite a bit because nobody pays for it anymore, so it's just funded by advertising. But there is still a really nice comment section, opinion piece, but Rob Rinder does, Judge Rinder, mm. you know, does a piece uh, on a Monday, I think, in mm. there. And um, it's just really good. Tell me what he was talking about yesterday. Um, he was... Very interestingly, talking about Alison Hammond, they'd been away on a juicy retreat together, oh, yes. I think. you know, I don't think they'd gone together, but they just so happened to be there. But he just talked about how lovely she was um, and how much fun they'd had and what a great spirit and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, um, I thought that was really nice. Um, and then he did another piece on, I can't remember... But I just remember getting oh, to the end Oh, it's nice that somebody else struggles <laughs> with that because I tell but you I just, what, sometimes I feel like I'm going mad. Yeah, but I just remember thinking... I really enjoyed yeah. reading that. And you know, I mean, the other I've thing met I was thinking, Rob a few oh, times sorry. through you at yeah. various parties, mm. and he is a very lovely guy. And he's really interesting. What he was talking about mm. was the fact that um, this whole idea about having a degree, a good university, mm. um, was great, but there's a whole bunch of extremely valuable people yes. with extremely valuable skills that mm. get completely ignored somehow mm. because they don't have the big D. Mm. And this whole piece was about that, which I, I'm a big... I think if I was an, if I was an employer, I wouldn't necess- I wouldn't look for people, but I would be mm. I would be uh, employing people into a creative business. Mm. Um, I, I would much rather employ someone with a fantastic work ethic than someone mm. who has got a degree but yeah. feels like the world owes, owes them a living. The other thing, I mean, not everybody feels like that with a degree, but you yeah, know, yeah. I'm going on work ethic, not yeah, yeah. piece yeah. of paper. I went for lunch the other day somewhere, mm. and there was a girl um, waitressing, and she waited on our table and at the end of it I looked at the girl I was working with and I said bloody hell if I was employing I would t- tell that girl to leave yeah, her yes. job yeah she was called Daisy yeah, and she worked at Soho House yeah. in White City by the mm. way anybody listening mm-hmm. and she was unbelievably good mm. yeah, yeah it is amazing isn't it but um yes he was um he was talking about that God, I was gonna say something else then I forgot. can I quickly also <laughs> just say um on the subject of magazines that I would quite like to start up a magazine for teenagers which is solely on um tiktok instagram Mm. not so much instagram really anymore but tiktok famous people people that are famous on youtube people that we wouldn't know at all somebody on the cover of the magazine that is famous because they see them all online but Mm. there's something nice for a teenager to pick up a magazine okay and look at i wonder if they have the same yeah. Or if they would think, oh, that's weird. Why would I want to read a magazine? Yes. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Because I, mean, I thought I, it would be I'm, a really good way of... a magazine than anything else. You know what I've always thought is why aren't some Instagram accounts run like a magazine that have articles and features and interviews and stuff like that? Well, I think that is. No, but, but this is a website. Yeah, but like... Um, oh, I have to mm. log in. But oh well, maybe it is. Let me. I'll have a look at that. But well, these are that you can click through. The reels are like bits of interviews, yes. so you'd have to kind of. Mm. But this is a magazine on Instagram. But you okay. then you would then click on the link and go to the website to go to the website. But I feel like Instagram is a platform that could just house a magazine. Like you don't need any external bits and pieces, mm. interviews, chat stuff you could read. Where would you put the interviews? How would you house these? Just on videos. Oh, videos. Yeah, yeah. There'd be video in. Can you do long form yeah. on Insta? Yeah. How, how long? Well, an hour. Oh. You know. Ew. Ew. Wow. 
you know, because I guess that's what we're trying to do with MD London a bit. Like, we posted a lot of those hair loss clinic videos mm. and stuff like that last night. Have they done well? And done extremely Because they well. are. I did a post, a menopause post mm. last night, and I've been telling women who go, yeah, but my hair is terrible. I go, you've yeah, got to go to MD yeah. London. Yes, yeah, And then really said, well. go to mdlondon.co.uk. Mm. You just set it up. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Go to mdlondon.co.uk because the clinics on there are second to none. They are amazing and they've got all the information that you need. Yeah. So you can discover if you need to take it further or not or if there's anything that you can help Mm. yourself at home. So we've done a whole bunch on fringes that are coming out for Valentine's Day, not because they're anything to do with Valentine's Day, but it was just like... They are sexy though. They are quite sexy fringes, aren't they? I love a fringe. Um, Andy said uh, we should do them, you know, um, because parting is never easy. Valentine's Day, <laughs> and then it was something about going out with a bang. You'll see all this in the content, but um, I'm trying to treat my Instagram account a bit more like a magazine, so it's got useful features and articles and things like that, and interviews and, and stuff mm. like that. But I thought it was a good idea, and I thought if anyone's thinking about what to do on Instagram, then treat it like a magazine. You're like, that's quite a good idea features and stuff like that yeah i love that yeah okay that wasn't a recommendation particularly um i did go to the cinema on saturday this week to watch eternal sunshine of a spotless mind which is my all-time one of my all-time favorite films at the prince charles cinema now the prince charles cinema is at leicester square here Uh, it's got three or four screens it's probably a building that's been around since the 60s and i realize this is all a bit london centric again but if you are coming to london please have a look at the prince charles theater and see what's on they mainly show old films and they can be 10 years old 5 years old 20 years old 50 years old like they do a whole good cross section of movies but if you're in town for a few hours and you know you're going to a show in the evening you're looking for something to do in the afternoon it's a brilliant cinema it's one of those cinemas that slopes upwards yes so you sit in a chair and look up towards the screen sorry had a kind of Coke Zero there. They've got current films on as well, but mm. um, is that Brendan Fraser? At yeah, the Prince so he's Charles. at oh, the wow. Prince Charles and he did a surprise intro God, for The Mummy. God, that's fantastic, yeah. So they showed The Mummy there, but actually Brendan Fraser was actually was there, there and went and went and did the intro. Oh, that's fantastic. That's the kind of stuff that they do. Also, I just mm. wanted to say, because mm. you said it was a bit London-centric, and when we did yeah. the pod on Monday, I, I mentioned this as well, that I think it's worth saying that... It might be worth doing a trip down to London. Yes, go to the Entrecot. You know, go to the Entrecot, maybe go to the, is it called the, uh, the Switch Museum? Oh, Twist. Twist. The Twist Museum. The Twist Museum, Uh and then go to the Prince Charles Theatre, and that would be an amazing two days. It'd be great, Um, you know. You could really make a night of it. Yeah, yeah. Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind is currently on Netflix as well, and I have recommended it before, but um, I'd never seen it on the big screen before. Me and Joel. Oh, haven't you? No, I've only ever seen it on on sort of my laptop for the first time, and then I've seen it on TV a few times. But me and Joel has fallen in love with the film as well. My youngest son, who's seventeen, so we both went to see it together, and we both sobbed. Yeah, neither of neither of us could look at each other. So sweet. But oh my god, there's a there's a bit towards the the end where they they both there's a mechanic within the film where they both get to hear all the true reasons why they want to break up with each other. And um, they both get to hear this cassette tape playing of of the reasons. And, oh, my God, it's painful. Mm. And then um, they realise that there's a possibility that they might they might want to remain in love. And then there's just this scene in this corridor outside his room where he says, don't, please don't go. And she goes, why? And he goes, I don't know. I just don't want to go. You know, it's just like me and both Joel was like, <laughs> they, they are good in that, aren't they? Oh, God. 
They are so good in it. They are. The performances of them both, the script, everything about that film is just... We were talking about, because the lady I was with today on Long Lost Family had got a message for her birthday from Ben Fogel, and she said she fancied Ben Fogel so bad. She's 74. She's like, I love Ben Fogel so much. Like, he's the best. He's the nicest guy. And I was like, I know Ben Fogel. He really is the nicest guy. (laughs) And then we had a, who would you want a video message? You you got me one from Kate Beckinsale, which made my birthday. I mean, I've life done, like... Bucket, I, I couldn't believe the fact that I, list I messaged tick. her and she messaged me back. I was like, <laughs> I'm in an actual conversation with Kate Beckinsale. Uh, well, it was like the best thing ever. She's Because uh, she, she is my absolute favourite woman. She's so yeah. funny. She looks like she just has such a laugh. So I loved that. Yeah. And um, so then I asked everybody else who would, you know, who do you want a video mm. from? Like if you could have a video yeah. of anyone. It's a really good question, and actually. my um, series Ooh. producer on Long Lost Family said Kate Winslet. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, she's that's amazing, a good one. Kate yeah. Winslet. She's, I've done her hair a couple of times. She's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, a long time ago. But, mm. uh, oh, she's just knockout. Mm. Um, that's a good question, though, for our, our listeners. If you wanted a video message from somebody, who would it be? Maybe you could send us a few in. We'll read them well, out Who would yours week. be? Probably Bono, you know. Um, Written that, that down as well? Yeah, I think Maybe so. if he did your happy birthday this year. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd be well well chuffed about that. I would say a video message from Paul Weller would be quite interesting, but he's a bit too doer, I think. I don't I think he'd just look a bit irritated that he'd been forced to do it. So that'd make me feel okay. a bit uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, if you can get me Bono, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should do shout outs. Yeah, we're going to do shout outs. I think it's probably a quite a long pod now. Yeah, yeah, probably. The is. awful thing is, is, is that we can't remember. Mm-hmm. Who we shouted out? No, we've moved them into. But I, I'm gonna. I, I, we can. I think we might be able to claw some of them back. Oh really? Well, there's there's one that, that just came up. Um, so let's do that, and then I'll I'll save. Um, we'll save the Jeff Beck chat for next week. Yes. Je- Jeff Beck sadly let's passed away, but we had a little chat let about the dust him. Settle. Let's let the dust settle, and we'll have a little chat about him next thing. This is from Wendy Bell. Wendy Bell has messaged us today, Wednesday at sixteen forty-one. Say hello to all the gang. I'm just sending a movie recommendation over. Bank of Dave on Netflix. Now, uh, Bank of Dave is about Dave Fishwick, uh, a good northern lad. I think he's from Bury. You've interviewed him a couple of times, haven't you? I have met Dave a few times. Mm. We, we were on a panel together talking about business, maybe in a business guru and everything. <laughs> and uh, and then he came in and talked a bit about what Bank, on, bank of Dave was because he couldn't actually open a bank. That was the problem. You know, you know, like the, the, the Institute of Banking or whoever it oh, is, the listen, governing body. I have talked about this a lot. Yeah, I've never given I a want, banking license. I wanted to open a bank. Yes, um, did, didn't you? And, and you invested in, in a little in a, banking yeah, idea. In a small banking point, yeah. idea that I think should have gone on. It was a bank that got children to spend like and save. Yes, it was a great, a great a brilliant idea. Yeah. And then I thought they should then just automatically go into the adult version of that bank mm. but then they had to go to a different bank and then mm. everybody started setting up kids yeah. cards and everything anyway it didn't work he couldn't call it bank on dave in the end they had to call it bank of no they couldn't call it bank of dave they had to call it bank on dave why because he couldn't open a bank Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a brilliant story, and it looks really good. It's on Net, uh, Netflix. I love the, the actor that plays Dave. Yes, he's me so too. good. I think he's really good. So funny. Seven point three on IMDb. Uh, it says here it's hilarious, heartwarming, feel good movie. I think I'll watch it again. Wendy Thank you, says. Wendy. Um, but um, we did read out that very recommendation from somebody else. <laughs> yes. But that that we lost in the recording. So Sorry. whoever else has sent in. The we bank, appreciate the it. Bank of Dave. We really also, on a, on a listener's recommendation, I've started Kaleidoscope. 
Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, well, I'd love to know a bit more about that. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Um, so yesterday, Emma Barton says, hello, guys. Happy New Year and all that. This is not necessarily a shout out, but I know how you love your music. And I thought I'd share with you my lovely boyfriend's hobby, Insta page. Oh. I know I'm biased. He's a record producer. Oh, and he started up uh, this page a few years ago to help him uh, mentally cope with um, without being with his children. Uh, brackets. Uh, divorce. Close brackets. Uh, and found it cathartic, and it brought him so much joy as he creates in his mind the best playlist. Oh, I mean, I can totally relate to this. I love nothing more than playing music. A guitar, a piano. I'm not very good. It doesn't matter. It's a really cathartic release mm. if you're stressed or anxious about anything. So this is fantastic. What's it called? He posts every Sunday a, um, his love song, mainly just for him and his friends. But some of the songs he picks, you are like, wow, I haven't heard that for ages. So he obviously puts together uh, playlists. It's called Sunday underscore song underscore worship. And he's called Jason Perry. He's got 1,317 uh, followers, and um, he's obviously got loads. Of, oh, they're really good, yeah, because it's got um, the specials there, U2, Keen, Jeff Beck. Um, oh, wow. Funny we were talking yes, about. Yes, isn't it? Just Justin Hawkins. Oh, Ghost Stories from Coldplay was one of my favourites. Metallica. Um, wow. <laughs> now that's what I call dad rock. I would buy that record. Um, so this looks good. Reef, uh, the Clash, London, London calling. calling. Oh, great! I'm gonna f- I'm gonna give you a follow right now. Sunday song worship. It's called, and he's called Jason Perry. I'm gonna follow back. That's a great recommendation. That's a really Emma good Barton. thank you recommendation. Thank um, you. Because we also like recommending things that money can't buy. Like it's oh, it's just great playlist. It's just gonna make your life better. Our good friend Morgana Robinson um, sent us a playlist. Maybe oh about six God, months ago. The best gift she's ever given us. Well, that anybody's ever given us. Because I still don't think we've heard the... In, I don't no, think it, we've heard it's it 13 hours into- long. Uh, so we've not heard it all in its entirety. But also, because it's her playlist that mm. she shared with us, as she updates it, we get we the get updates. Mm. So occasionally we're listening to it and in slides a new song and mm. you go, we're like, oh, what? what's going on? But it is a brilliant but thing to do. 13 hours is the best gift ever. I'm so grateful she shared it with us mm. because to compile a good playlist for 13 hours takes long, you years. It just takes years and so much effort, and it's brilliant. It is a good present um, for someone—a playlist. Yes, isn't okay. it? You got me thinking. I've got you, a lot to you, to you made me one. the best playlist did ever. I? You did an advent playlist for me. Oh, I did. I did it to advent calendar. We talked playlist, about that at Christmas, songs, but yeah. it was the best thing ever. Uh, Emma we Barton, should, thank you. We should post that. Yes, we should probably At Christmas should actually, this yeah, year. Christmas, yeah. Um, Sue McConkey. Con- yep. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I stumbled across your podcast a few weeks ago. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I got recommended to find a little pocket of sunshine in every day. Uh, you two do that for me on your oh. podcast day, which um, I save for a travel to work day. I hope your energy. Oh, oh Susie. I love your energy. Love of life and that's feel so you nice. are the friends next door. We are your Aww, friends next door. That's so lovely. Susie um, McConkie. I love your surname, McConkie. That's such a great surname. It's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it just? Yeah, there's so many things you could do with it. Yeah. If you're thinking about setting up a business, yeah. Susie McConkie, I think there's things we can do with that name. All sorts of logos and things. I can yes. feel my brain springing to life. It's a joy to hear from a new listener. It really is. Listener. Hello. It's also nice to listen from the old ones as well, you know. 
Nicholas Anderson, just listening to your latest, latest podcast, I have watched loads of your movie series recommendations, Slow Horses. Oh, my God, O-M- yes. OMFG, one of the best. I wanted to recommend Taboo, a BBC iPlayer drama series from 2017 set in the 1800s. New series coming out this year. Tom Hardy is the lead. Oh. But lots of other great actors Taboo, in it too. sounds yes, great. I have, I've not seen it, but I've seen it advertised a lot. A bit violent and gory in places, but definitely worth a watch. Um, I used to go to a club in the 80s and 90s called Taboo. Lee Bowery, very oh, wow, amazing yeah. mm. camp. Everybody, mm. you know, if you weren't wearing next to nothing, you didn't get in. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read that one? Because I've got one last one to mention just before. Um, I'm just writing to recommend the above. I listen every week and get so much out of every podcast. Thank you. This is from Kerry and Duffy P. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay. It's photography, I think. Kerry. Oh my God. Kerry and Duffy. Yes. Kerry and Duffy. Kerry Ann. Kerry Ann Duffy. <laughs> photography. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, she does lovely it. wedding photos. Yeah. Wow. So if you want to get your wedding photos done, go to Kerry Ann Duffy uh, Photography. But um, she listens every week and she loves it. Um, it's our pleasure. Um, I read this book by Beth O'Leary and it's now been made into a series and it is just brilliant. Can't recommend it high enough, even if you haven't read the book. Modern Day Room... Rom-com. Rom... God, I love the fact that I'm correcting you for once. Yeah, but I can't see. It's too far... Modern Day Rom-com, six-part feel-good. Jessica Brown, Finley and Anthony Welsh are amazing. But what's it called? Is it this one here? Ah. The Flatshare. Oh. Hello. Mm -hmm. Good. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, I love the sound of this. Um, Oh, okay. I know. I've heard about the premise of this. Yeah. They have to share a bed. It's not... Uh, There's a single room. Yeah, yeah. And there's two people sharing a flat, but they also are sharing a bed. Love that. Um, Flat share. Great. Thank you, Carrie-Ann Duffy. Sorry, I can't read, can't do anything, can't speak. I just want to say one last one, which is that, as you know, this week in my studio, the great Rossi D. Woods and his dad came to visit. Oh, my God. They were in town. They knocked on the door. I don't know how they knew where I was or anything like that, because I haven't got my address. But um, Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I love that. They found you. They found me. So it was a real joy and a treat, because he's really funny, Rossi. Um, And um, he did tell me that his name isn't Woods. What? It's quite good, isn't it? Don't, bit, bit don't tell us. I'm not going to tell him what it is. No. I like, I hear um, Rossi D. Woods in my heart. And his dad as well. And they were just hilarious. really good fun. But what was interesting, when I put, posted that on my Instagram, Joe Manley got in touch, who's called uh, Keekness on uh, Instagram, and said, oh, wow, I was the one who recommended Rossi. And she was. I remember reading oh, out Joe's God, recommendation. That's so she good. said, you're going to love this guy. He's really funny. And then we watched him and went, right, we'll follow him, you know. And then, obviously, he went big. There, I fucking said it. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to say a big thank you, Joe Manley. Oh, my God, Joe, he's made our life. Every time I hear from Rossi or I have, like, a, you know, a chat with him or whatever online, I always think, who recommended him to us? Because I must say thanks, you know. And the other Um, thing... Joe Manley, thank you. ...that's marvellous is I think him and his dad are possibly looking at television. Oh, yeah. We were saying Gogglebox Gogglebox. is a must. They should absolutely do it, no worries about that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks. Sorry, it's been I'm going to go and rub some estrogen on my arm right now. Yeah, can I get some as well? <laughs> what would be the best? Where would be the best place to rub it? Okay. Um, see you later, everybody. <laughs> Take care, <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.